0: Hi everyone, uh, welcome to ELI, the place where you get your daily dose of inspiration for entrepreneurship. And today we have with us uh, Ms. Archana Ella Pavvuleri, uh, co founder and uh, CEO of uh, Pickride Technologies, uh, an intelligent fintech platform. Uh, Archana had worked for uh, 20 years in companies such as HCL, uh, Nest Technologies, uh, Oracle, and Tenai before starting her own venture in 2019. Hi, Archana. Welcome to Eli.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Priya. Thanks for giving me this opportunity. I'm quite excited to be here and share my journey.
0: Uh, Archana, I would request you to introduce yourself to our audience, please.
1: Yeah, see, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Priya has given an introduction. So let me just uh, start how I came from. I come from a very, very small town in from Andhra Pradesh in South India. And uh, uh, so where even English is not spoken. But luckily, I came from a family where uh, it's very well educated. And from there... The, the drive and the aspiration to do something much bigger than the surroundings you were growing uh, is, is very important. So with that, uh, when we studied our uh, graduation and uh, com- computers, then that's where I joined uh, HCL Perro System where UBS Stanford, uh, Union Bank Coast Swiss Bank was my first customer and I was in US working with them in the financial domain. And that's where uh, the love for the wealth management started. But still, I couldn't pursue it. After that, I uh, shifted to a complete core tech platform as an architect in a Silicon Valley-based startup in Cupertino, later, which was acquired by Oracle. So then I was with Oracle for a quite some time uh, in US and in India. When uh, uh, So one thing which was very interesting I wanted to share with you all is when I joined this uh, Silicon Valley startup, I was a tech consultant, architect consultant who had to travel different client places to understand how they are looking at our product, give them the confidence and set up the product according to the customer needs and close the account. Believe me, uh, there were only in a team of around um, 30 to 40 men, there were only two women uh, with me and my colleague and traveling was still a challenge. Uh, And uh, there were not many, because women at that time uh, in early 2000s, when you are married or when you're getting to marry, not many people figure agree for traveling but for me i was very uh, passionate that you need to go out see the world learn from others the best teachers are your peers the best teachers is your are your surroundings and you need to start listen absorb and observe the two words absorb and observe uh, you cannot forget and that's that's the mantra so i started traveling i did actually monday to friday Uh, traveling jobs in US, across US, across the world, started learning. And that's how, how, so more than work, I got enriched with the surrounding experiences, meeting people, how to conduct business, all of that. So then later I joined back in India, I came back, then I realized uh, I have hit a glass roof because above that there is nothing much to grow in Oracle. So I started my own um, startup in a hobby space called Want Handmade, which is for hobby pruners where I wanted to really create an alternate income for women and uh, uh, retired folks. Uh, and uh, we could actually, I did really well where I could get almost 30 to 40 artisans on the platform, around 7,000 SKUs. But the biggest challenge is after, so the I have learned many lessons in my first uh, startup. After setting up the startup, the challenge was not finding the uh, supply. The challenge was understanding the operations, the logistics. Being an e-commerce hobby space, each painting, imagine a huge painting in your uh, living room. The dimensions are minimum around what? Two, two, Two by one feet as a two by one minimum. If you want to ship that thing, how much packaging it would cost and what is the estimate for the packaging. And in India, the logistics did not evolve. There is no fragile goods handling, which is common at that time. So I had to lose a lot of capital insurance during the logistics. And that's where I had to shut down the operations of my first uh, startup. So there were many lessons learned, which I'll share as we grow, uh, as we go into this uh, discussion deeper. And that's where then I joined uh, ShopEx, which was founded by Nandar Neelakini. Joined the core team uh, with the founders and handled complete engineering uh, growth and product verticals, scaled them, launched two new verticals. And that's where after running two years and understanding how a startup works at different areas, then I came out uh, and then started uh, today's pick right, which is a platform which connects masses to the investment universe.
0: Okay, Archana, we will get into the business areas, but I am very curious about some of the pointers you mentioned. First thing is, uh, you have traveled across the world and you have visited many countries, I I assume. Uh, My question to you is, uh, what do you find is the difference between uh, other uh, ecosystems and India when it comes to entrepreneurship?
1: So, uh, the, the biggest difference uh, across other countries, uh, mainly I was in Europe and US and Canada, uh, a little bit of time in Hong Kong. So I'll, I'll say the difference between uh, Indian ecosystem and others is the job insecurity and parents mindset so right from day one our we we teach we raise our kids or even probably you must have been raised like that or i have been actually raised like that that you need to study get a job and settle that that's that's how we are actually Taught, and that's how we are conditioned. Our minds are conditioned towards a job and a security. Our minds, our education system, or our minds, they need to be conditioned throughout telling that there is a world out there. It is okay to fail. It is okay to start something. It is okay to try out something. If you want to take a break, it is okay to take a break. For us, if we take a break one year, we think we have made a sin. If somebody sleeps two hours more in a day, they feel that they have wasted time. It's okay. You, we need to think exactly, understand ourselves, find our passion, and passion is an overused word. What is passion? Passion is not really going out and drawing or doing. Passion is doing what you like to do. It can be as simple as even cooking, cleaning, coding, anything. Gardening, anything. Anything can be your profession. There is no great profession or less profession. But taking chances, I think that's where we are very much now much more evolved. But in in my time, probably 10 years, 15 years back, there was no taking chances. It was like you need to finish your education, take a job. Exec- it was like flow chart.
0: Okay. Uh- you have worked in very responsible roles for a big organization as well as a, a, the startup you mentioned, ChopEx. Uh, why why you want to be an entrepreneur yourself when you have a, a good paying job and a well settled life? What is that drive uh, that drives you uh, to become an um, to get into uncertainties?
1: Yeah, so that's actually a very good question. Even I asked myself that many times, why did I choose this? The, the very first thing is, unless you try, you don't know whether you are successful or not. And if you don't try, you still remain a, a puzzle to yourself. There is always a question, what if, if I could have created that platform, whatever I dreamt of, what if? if I could make that 1% impact, the power there is in me, is it something which I can do? Is, is it something where I can impact even 100 people's lives? Can I make a habit of people investing and having a secured, sustainable future? I, I, I have the power to do that. So that drive actually made me... And you said I'm, I'm well settled. So if I am... I am in a situation where I don't have to think of my two times meals. Why shouldn't I go and try? What am I losing? I'm just losing my paycheck. So the, you you know, uh, there are, uh, I was reading somewhere. There are three addictions uh, in life. There are only three addictions in life. One drugs. You cannot come out of drugs. Once you start it. Second carbs, you cannot come out of your rice, chapati, uh, pizza, and your soda, sugars. And you know what is the third and main? It's
0: the paycheck. Your paycheck. I mean, yes.
1: <laughs> yes, your paycheck. So these three are addictions. It is all pseudo. So the minute you are out of your paycheck now, I no longer look at, I no longer look forward for first. Because you know why I don't look forward for first? Not that I'll not get salary. I have to pay salaries. So I have to struggle every month. So see that I'm paying salaries so it, it is that paycheck is an addiction when you when you actually break that addiction and then you start looking around then you see there are a lot of opportunities where you can actually enjoy i, I really did not realize that i enjoyed teaching when in last year i joined as a volunteer uh, uh, in for uh, an ngo in andhra where they set up uh, remote virtual Skype classes for science and mathematics. So I was take, teaching science for sixth class government school kids, making them inspire and aspire that science is the future and they have to... Re- so till that time, I did not realize that I, I like teaching because I just came out... It's, it's, it's a free service. When you start doing something, when you don't expect in return, you will really find that your moho. What is that you really want? And I think you need to break addiction sometime. There are, I, I honestly feel I, I, it took me a very long to break my addiction. And I'm very proud when I see young kids now doing entrepreneurship, the minute they come out of the college, they are not even addicted at all. So it's easy for them to start something big.
0: Okay. Archana, let's, let's, uh... Uh, get into the business side of things. Uh, can, can, can you tell us what is PICRI technologies? Uh, what is the core problem we are solving?
1: Yeah, so the core problem uh, we are solving is getting investments into the mainstream. Today, uh, when we look around, there is a lot of job uncertainty and uh, there are there is no pension. Our parents and all, they had their pensions. They were in secured government jobs. So, But but today, when we see around, it is private sector booming. And the job, uh, people who are eligible to get job are shrinking day by day. So the right time for uh, everyone who has started job, no matter how much is their salary, the main agenda is to save smart. Saving is not just putting in a bank or somewhere in a mutual fund. Saving smart is making the money grow for you when you are not actively managing. There are so many platforms out there, but very few platforms which actually help the user towards a more trusted, self-directed investment platform. So PickRite is solving that platform where when a user comes in, we actually profile the user. We show user what they can save based on their different parameters and help them grow in their journey as they start progressing. So it is a complete trusted, self-directed investment platform, not just across mutual funds where people just save when tax savings come. It is across different alternate instruments. And that is where we are calling it as a platform intelligent platform which sub which creates which connects masses to the investment universe so it it is just not the, today if you get twenty thousand people really don't know what to do they just go and put five thousand in the bank but there are platforms there are ways where you need not pay high money or even understand where you can straight away put this five thousand to get seven to ten percent returns without any charges so creating Bringing investment to the mainstream is Pickright's goal.
0: Okay. Uh, now tell us the story of how you built PicRite. Uh, like you, you mentioned uh, about, about your journey briefly, but uh, I, I, I'd like to hear from the day one, what you quit your job and uh, you did something, what was it? How did you, how did you find your co-founder?
1: so so uh the story goes like this so uh, when i was in uh, us uh and like drawing a very handsome fat paycheck we they they were not i tried investing uh and looking for a person who can help me grow money and unfortunately whomever i met they asked me to put money in mutual funds and uh, and I, even after four or five years, it did not take off. So I was really upset. The money, whatever I have saved, so hard earned money, did not rightly put in right instruments uh, because there was, there was no proper guidance uh, when to enter and when to exit. In investments always, the biggest dilemma is when to enter, when to exit, and where to put money. And that's exactly what PicRite wants to solve that because that is the problem I faced while I was working in ShopEx and earlier. So uh, when I was working in ShopEx, I, I met with uh, Naman. Naman is my co-founder, CTO. He was uh, helping us to create uh, tech solutions in ShopEx. He was a consultant there. He is an entrepreneur himself. He worked in... Uh, he worked as a CTO in a mutual fund platform called SIPFunds.com. And we, we work together, uh, we introduce to each other in ShopeX, And Naman uh, is also an investor or a trader in trading. He does day trading. And that's where Naman also figured out there is a great gap where we don't have a trusted uh, system where we can rate the advisors. Help the users to do trading based on the advisor's recommendation and create a complete ecosystem where we can help anyone between 22-35 years or 22 to 40 years who want to actually create a complete investment portfolio where you have a profiling, advisory, execution at one place driven by complete AI and ML. So that's where Naman and I, we discussed in 2018 and 2019 early. So we left our jobs. We got so kicked up about this idea. We left our jobs. We did our user research. And we understood. We understood there are many platforms, but the one how we are visualizing, the one how we want to create a great investing experience for a user is still not there. And for us, it is a great chance to provide. And that's where Naman and I, we registered PickRite, uh, pulled in some money, uh, set up our own. Uh, we funded ourselves and then started creating a PickRite platform with a team of around four members. And today we are around a team of 11 members. And that's how PickRite platform is evolving. We are exactly one year old uh, in by August. And that's exactly how our journey took place, Priya.
0: Okay. Archina, tell us uh, what are the challenges you have faced along the way uh, while building and uh, growing this venture?
1: Yeah, so the biggest challenges uh, are like, as I told you, coming out of a paycheck. That is one of the first challenges which we had to pay, face because uh, by the end of the month you don't have any money rather you need to take out your savings to pay salaries to uh, others uh, or to your team so that you can actually create a product then uh, the second comes uh, you need to raise uh, funds to to take it to the next level because today product development it's it's ideas are die medicine you 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 actually talk to anyone next to you, they will have 20 ideas. But the biggest challenge uh, in a startup is execution. Getting the right team, building the product, taking it to first somebody creating a prototype and somebody needs to believe, validate that this is a prototype and we need to take this prototype to the users. So that is the second point where you can actually find some people in the industry who can validate you and actually fund you a little. The third, last but not least, but the most important is finding the users who are actually going to use the product and that one let me tell you even big companies like atm uh, even phone pay everyone so this the, the biggest challenge is finding the right product market fit And that journey is to be continuous. So for us, going every day through that journey, whether users need this feature or not, we have created a product where we felt users will not need. So we had to recreate something where we feel this is based on our research and feedback, this is what users need. So it's a continuous iteration cycles, A and B, beta launches and everything. I think for me, uh, money is on one side, but getting the right fit and getting users using the product getting us feeling needed is the biggest challenge and and that's what my role is and that's what i struggle every day and continuously put my time in it
0: achina speaking of uh, paytm and phone pay, uh, I, I see a lot of uh, new companies coming in the fintech space also also uh, what i i'd uh, emphasize on is uh, there are new type of uh, technologies or uh uh, delivery of technologies to the users, uh, new methods of delivery are coming up. Uh, Phone pay and Paytm are just examples. They are also diversifying into other uh, new fields like uh, share Paytm has opened up uh, uh, the share uh, market investment as well. So, uh, uh, I'm assuming you have done a lot of market research in the fintech space. Can you, can you help our young entrepreneurs understand what are some of the new uh, and innovative things happening in the fintech industry and uh, uh, which, which of those things we are gonna witness in coming five years or so?
1: Yeah, see uh, example, when we say Paytm phone say so everyone is doing everything, right? Like we have seen Swiggy also getting into Tanzo space of doing hyper delivery, right? There, there are boundaries are ceasing to exist. Once you have that, that's the beauty of tech. Once you have tech and once you have the users acquired, you can actually scale to any areas and everything that's that's digital then that's what that's the revolution or that's that's what this earlier it started but COVID has actually proved it everything is digital now so uh, getting into uh, so so um, the coming into what are the new technologies or the new trends we will see in uh, coming five years uh, in fintech well, I'll tell you everywhere across tech, what is what is going to, uh, where I see. Where I see is hyper-personalization is going to be the game changer. Where uh, you will, where that is what even Pikrat is lo- looking at. When Priya or Archana comes in, we would like to know exactly what is Priya, what does Priya want? So if you... Take an example of Zomato, right, or Swiggy. When you order from the same restaurant five times, ten times, the next time you will see your favorite restaurant, your favorite dish, your favorite palette. Probably you like this. Or you take Netflix. So when you have watched two genres, the next time you get a notification, probably this thriller or this romantic comedy is just for you. This is the actor. So we are getting into a world where We will be more personalized, served. Everyone will be trying to create a personal assistant for you. And that's where tech will evolve. And your shopping too, where you have your augmented reality and virtual reality will be encroaching into your spaces and where your shopping experience will be more personalized rather than just going and buying into it. The same will be in fintech also. The take neo banks, the new digibanks, the neo banks, where you will be getting banking at your doorstep in your smartphone. Then if you take pick right type of platforms where investment would be more into personalization what you like what do you want what do you like to save how much do you want to save so and account uh, aggregators we are getting uh, where RBI is working towards and giving a so complete user personalization fintech consolidation payments UPI is a great example so these are the things which are going to happen in fintech where it will be more paperless, seamless and you will be seeing small commercial banks but great technology on your smartphones. So that's what is going to happen in the next five years.
0: Okay, very interesting. Uh, Achina, now I'd like to know uh, what are some of the interesting lessons you have learned uh, over the way uh, while being an entrepreneur?
1: Two things, Uh, in fact, actually three. One, do your research, research, research. Without doing your research, it is okay even if you are one year late in getting your idea to implement, but take as maximum time on research, sleep on it. Understand WhatsApp founders took 12 months before even they started writing a line of code. Do your research, get your research exactly right on what it is. Then start. Second, focus on only one problem. We know everyone is super capable. Everyone can multitask. But at the end of the day, focus on one problem. Then once you find the solution, you can actually abstract many solutions of it and create different monetization lines. Three, find the right team. Without your team, you are nothing. So there are no solo victories. There are only team victories. And if you have sorted out these three, you can create anything even in a crowded space or non-crowded space or anywhere. Take example of sugar cosmetics. Take example of faces, uh, which are in cosmetics. Take examples of uh, in FMCG brand, like Paper Boat. They're all in crowded spaces, but they just did Find one small niche area where you can crack and research, execution, focus, execution, and great team. Rest will follow.
0: Okay. I think your second point, uh, focusing on uh, just solving one problem and uh, not not diversifying too much is uh, one mistake. Uh, This is one point every entrepreneur should remember, uh, especially the Indian entrepreneurs. Uh, In my experience, what I have seen is... uh, they try to do everything. They, uh, this is possible. This is possible. Everything is possible. Let's uh, in, uh, create 100 features of our product and then not, everything is mediocre. So this is one, one trap or one, uh, one, one thing they must remember. Very well said. Achna, moving on to my next question. Uh, let's have some fun. Tell us some funny experiences uh, being an entrepreneur, especially while pitching for funding and all.
1: Well, I, I, I don't have much fun experiences while pitching for, for, uh, for uh, funding. Well, it was a pretty sincere, serious always to pitch before. But uh, the, the major thing is get your research done because uh, never underestimate the other person with whom you're pitching. He might so it can be an angel who is not even educated much, who is into uh, a different area, who is not into even your domain, but just don 't underestimate the other person who with whom you are pitching, so do your research very well, and uh, that 's where I'm I'm so sorry. I don't I, I don't think I had many fun experiences, but I had very good experiences where actually I had uh, VCs or investors or angels who have helped me to create great pitches as well. When they have seen the pitches, they in fact guided on what next I should be putting or what I should be adding more and how I should be presenting. So that that's where how the conversation went and it was fun and good all throughout.
0: Any funny experiences uh, while recruiting people or uh, maybe uh, while making decisions? Did you ever laugh at your decisions?
1: Oh, yeah, I do. I do laugh every time at myself because every day is a learning day. So yeah, when you ask this question, I seriously realize probably I'm a very serious person. So I don't have much funny experiences, I think. Uh, so when see when recruiting we do we do have bad experiences we do have good experiences but uh, there there are at times where we strongly feel uh, trying to experiment we try to take someone who uh, we go by gut feeling we sometimes feel this person probably they haven't done sales but taking someone from probably a tech background and making them to do sales and when it backfires you just have to laugh at yourself by taking, for taking a wrong decision. So laughing aside, every, I just want to add one small thing for entrepreneurs. Recruitment decisions, don't take them easily. Every hire is very important. One wrong hire is going to set you back two, three months, derail you. So be very cognizant, coherent, confident, understand be clear on whom you are hiring, why you are hiring and what are the roles they are going to do. At the end, it is the team which makes you or breaks you.
0: Okay, so uh, let's uh, dive deep into recruitment. I'm uh, very interested in uh, discussing about recruitment uh, as well. Uh, Archana, tell us how do you ensure, uh, what, what is the ideal setup processes you follow to ensure that you hire the best team uh, possible? or uh, so, if I may uh, rephrase, uh, how do you ensure that you hire the best people possible team will be yeah. uh, later on
1: yeah see uh, i i even my process is not hundred percent foolproof i i still struggle but at least what i tell my team is uh again i follow three rules one is attitude before aptitude somebody coming into a startup should have a startup attitude they they if start, you, you know the delivery timelines in startup, right? It's, everything is yesterday. Mm-hmm. Unless it is done yesterday, every, even today's task should be done yesterday. That's how startup works in the speed. So somebody needs to have the right attitude. Aptitude, you can build it. So I ask my team to see how they actually in the first phone call, how they even talk to you. If you feel they are rude, I don't want to even pursue, even if they are from best colleges or even they are the best candidates. The second skill is comprehension. Comprehension is not aptitude. Comprehension is if I tell one sentence, the other person should understand exactly what is meant in the sentence. There cannot be repetitions. That's why comprehension is very important. Attitude and comprehension. And and third point, which I tell all my employees, that you should be looking forward to be working with him or her every day. And they should be better than you or equal to you. Don't please recruit someone because they are lower to you so you can satisfy your ego or start bossing on them. You need to recruit someone who are above you or equal to you. The minute the day I find they are lower than you, then then you haven't done your job well. So it is always a progressive attitude, comprehension, and knowing that they know better than you. When we actually follow these, at least 70 to 80% we are there in recruiting because that's, that's how I have grown teams and that's how the experience speaks.
0: Okay, I, I think Steve Jobs used to say, hire people who are smarter than you. Uh, and uh, rightly said, Achina, uh, there is a dilemma when you hire uh, your core team or you know, uh, when you recruit for startups. Uh, The dilemma is uh, when your startup uh, becomes big that means uh, the business uh, will demand more experienced people. So in that case, what will you do? For example, there is a core team which has helped you to grow the venture. Will you take ahead uh, the same people uh, at the same rate as your venture is growing or do you hire more experienced and more uh, eligible people above them?
1: Well, see, as, as we grow, we cannot dilute any of these three rules, whatever I have said. So we need to still continue trying to recruit people who are smarter than you, who are better than you, who are equal to you. And uh, you were asking whether will, you, will I have experienced or the, what, what was your question? So Can my, you my question
0: with? is, uh, for example, you have hired a uh, chief marketing officer, for example. Uh, when, hmm. when your startup was just 10 employees old, uh, then uh, it has grown to a thousand employees uh, startup. It's no, not okay. a startup anymore. It's no, no more. The does, the, does the same guy will, will be your CMO uh, forever, or uh, will you hire someone more experienced who is uh, capable enough to handle thousand or thousand, uh, ten thousand employees for that matter?
1: if my cmo who joined at 10 people and was capable enough to grow it to thousand then why would i replace because he was there when zero to thousand he has seen so he has the experience so i would not replace him it it, you understand what i'm trying to tell you right like because if if my cmo was there in the whole journey of taking it to ten to thousand it's quite capable enough so he can handle the thousand people team as well so it, it again depends on the situation uh, I don't think it is a binary question it all depends on the situation how it is at, at that time
0: okay uh, fair enough. I have a
1: yeah, Go on. now so
0: go on. okay okay Then uh, I, I just have uh, no, I have
1: a hard stop sorry uh, uh, I,
0: I just have one question left you can answer it very shortly and then we will end uh, what is your suggestion for young entrepreneurs to start their journey as a founders and co-founders? Last question.
1: So, uh, first, have an idea. Do your research. Find a co-founder who is as invested as you or more than you. Without a co-founder, please don't start your journey. It is going to be very lonely, dark. It is like the Stranger Things. If you have watched Netflix season, it's going to be a dark, lonely place out there. Startup is very entertaining if you have company. So find a co-founder whom you like, whom you would like to start a journey with, and then go ahead and don't even hesitate. Once you have the idea very well done and a co-founder, world is your oyster. Go and conquer it.
0: Okay, on that, note, Archana, I'll, I'll close this session. And I'd like to thank you for taking your time and joining this session. It was a great experience for me and a learning experience for our uh, audience as well. Uh, our best wishes to pick right technologies.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Even if one person gets excited and starts startup, then I think the agenda is met. Thank you so much.
0: Uh, we you can follow and connect with Archana on LinkedIn by typing Achana Ella Pavuluri. Also, do visit their website by typing uh So, whom do you want to have here at TLA for next episode? Do let me know in the comments below. We'll be back. Stay tuned to TLA.